Hey, uh, video game fans, welcome to the Level With You show. This is a video game channel on YouTube or any other video or podcast services that is for people like you and like us who enjoy video games, trading cards, and more video games. Right, Kenny? That's right. If you want to check us out, we have all our content hosted mainly here on YouTube, but you can find us on other podcast services out there. We also have a Discord if you want to come and talk to us, because my mom said that it's better to get out and talk to other people and not her all the time at home and to give her a break. So without further ado, please enjoy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Level With You show. It is a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. As always, I am joined by my good friends, Anthony Dewart. Uh, don't smoke cigarettes. It's bad for your health. And Kenny Castro. I like garlic bread. All right. As you may have noticed, I have been gone for the past two weeks. Both of these guys and that guy over there have been filling in, doing an excellent job. So uh, I was off doing some escapades in... Northern and Central Italy. Yeah, big old adventures. Yes, they were quite big and quite Malik. fun. Sexcapades. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the moon? Am I right? <laughs> no, we didn't go to that place. Um, <laughs> what's that place again? Venice. Venice. Venice thank I think. You. Uh, yeah, you got it. Um, whoever was in the new JoJo's. So, um, what we did, we started off in. Piedmont. Um, well, we spent the majority of our trip there. Piemonte, as it's called in Italy. Uh, the first four nights were in this really fun little city called Bra, just mm. B-R-A, just like it sounds. Mm. Uh, and there was a massive, the world's biggest cheese festival going on there. So it made the Ooh. that's good timing. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was purposeful. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Good <laughs> and so you know, my wife working in cheese, we got the the hookup on some things. Got treated to a couple dinners. Uh, got a couple different tours that we probably wouldn't have otherwise had. But there was still plenty of kind of downtime for for just her and I. Nice. Um, and then we went to a couple wineries. We ended our trip at the beach. Got a whole lot of pasta, a whole lot of pizza, a whole lot of gnocchi and fish and to get the meatballs not no meatballs <sighs> like there's a lot of things that you expect growing up in america mm -hmm. like i didn't see spaghetti on the menu <laughs> until like day nine <laughs> i was hiding that whole time no yeah. spicy meatballs no. I where's mario get luigi out here ah! and they're like oh it's funny you make the joke at the video game I was happy, though, that people really do say Mamma Mia a good amount. Yes. <laughs> That's all that counts. Like I had dinner with this one uh, really cool uh, winemaker guy who didn't speak English very much. Uh, so it was me, another guy who spoke English and Italian, uh, Elena, who also spoke English and Italian, and then the just Italian guy. And so there was some translation going on between when two, the two of us were talking over the course of a four-hour meal. Oh, this wow. This a crazy seven-course meal. The most expensive wow. meal I've ever spent. Yeah, it was, but it was great. It That's was, awesome. Did you eat all seven plates? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, so they're small, like, and then in between each course, you're also getting brought little bites, and, like, you, they take such good care of you. I mean, like, your glass is always being filled, um, super friendly, explaining what each dish is. Chef comes out and greets you and, you know, shakes your hand at the beginning, and mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe gives you the whole nine yards. Yeah. So you bring out the coin block, and then you go, boing, boing. 
And then they bring out a giant egg and it starts cracking and it opens up and then a green dinosaur comes out and goes, and you're like, ah! Uh, no, not quite, not but sure. maybe, maybe next time. Uh, Thinking of the wrong place. Anthony has to go to Europe. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be wacky. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was I, What was my point there? Oh, yeah. No, he would just, you know, a few times during the night, I would just pick up uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that would have made it all worth it. Mamma Mia Pizzeria. But no, Ooh. everybody there is super hospitable, at least the people we ran into. Uh, we rented a car during Ooh. the trip, which was like, I mean, our trip wouldn't have been possible without it. Um, just because of all the different locations that we went to. Did you have to drive on the wrong side of the road? No, actually, Italy is the same side. Uh, oh, thank oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I would have been scared. I would, yeah, that, no. that would have been a deal breaker for me. I think mm. it would have been like... <laughs> I would have been all for it. And so there, everybody drives uh, manual. Everybody in the U.S. drives automatic. Um, or not everybody, but the vast majority. Now it is. So we had to get a uh, Fiat. Um, it was like the only automatic they had from the agency or the rental company we used um and it just it kind of still felt like a manual like when you were accelerating it was very like go and then stop and then go and it just you just feel the shifting yeah you totally feel the shifting but the major thing that was something to get used to was just the narrowness of these damn roads Mm. just like literally one lane in the u.s is the size of two lanes there and, and you're just going around these corners and Cliffside. Incredible views, like to your right, where you literally mm. are starting to feel like vertigo because of how high you were up uh. in these vineyards. Um, but I actually, it, I loved it. And then, like, we were in the countryside for most of the trip. And um, so there wasn't too bad of traffic. And overall, I just, I'm getting a little wistful just thinking about it. I don't blame you. That seems a lot nicer than around here, even though we have the fall right now and the leaves are yeah, changing and yeah. things are nice. But still, uh, still the same scenery and nothing really too. That was kind of cool because the, the last part of the trip, we were at a, um, a location that, like, it was still summer. It was, mm-hmm. like, the northeastern part, and we spent our last day, five hours on the beach, just, you know, reflecting and relaxing before mm-hmm. our ridiculous 17-hour oh, yeah. um, journey home the next day. Yeah. We had some chilly, chilly days here while you we were did. gone. Mm-hmm. And then okay. it got high. That's why I saw the memes on Facebook, like, I hope everybody's enjoying the 65th day of August. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 65th day. No, I got down to like almost like like just below freezing. They got the freeze. Yeah. I think it was like Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like for, for one day, one night. It sucked. Hmm. Yep. Well, if you didn't know, I already said it was a video game podcast. But if you want to find us in an audio format, you can find us on Stitcher as well as Podcast Addict, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and am I forgetting any, Tyler? Uh, I think we're on Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Podcasts. Okay, cool. Um, And as well as that, we've actually got some new content coming out this week. Anthony's been pumping it out. He's been playing some uh, couple Switch exclusives, one Astral Chain and one Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, And those are both up currently now. Uh, Link's Awakening is going to be coming at you on, what's today? Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow. So it'll be be Thursday. So it'll be, yep. Yep, so it'll be coming up Thursday and then... uh, Got another little thing I picked up today. Hopefully going to work in there sometime over the course of the week or next week, too. So be on the lookout for some indivisible footage coming up. The brand PS4. new uh, game that's on everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not on Switch yet. No, nope, it's coming out. I think the what stopped me from buying it on Switch was it doesn't come out till like, I think, the 31st of December. Some ridiculous, like, delayed, like, but uncertain release date right now. 
they're just like, we could get it out for Christmas, but nah. Nah, we'll just we'll wait. We'll you, guys, like, you guys got Skullgirls, still play that. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find us there. But anyway, guys, let's get to it. What we've been playing. Kenny? Just Borderlands 3. Just Borderlands 3? Yeah, I'm hoping to play. I finally picked up the expansion pass for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm-hmm. And um, I also picked, well, not me, but my game share buddy, picked up Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So I'm hoping to start those tonight. The night of the recording. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll check back next week with Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week, next, next week, 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 week. All right, well, what about you, Anthony? You've been playing some exciting new stuff. Tell me about your time with Zelda Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening's been really good. It's uh, If you're familiar at all with the Game Boy Color or Game Boy version of it, I personally had the DX, the Director's Cut version, growing up. Um, and that was really fun, and it's pretty much like a super faithful port. It's great. It, everything, the aesthetic is awesome. It looks like you're just pretty much watching a claymation or like playing with toys because mm-hmm. everything's so shiny and pretty. The only thing that does bug me a little bit, but I totally get it, is the uh, edges of the screen are kind of like faded out. It's like you're not focused in on the very edges of the map. But then again, I can see why you wouldn't want to be like, oh, okay, all the way, you know, top right or top left. But you just want to focus like on what's there. Like a stylized choice. I think so. I think it's part of, like, to go with the stylized aesthetics. But, I mean, that was the only thing that really kind of irked me about the style. But other than that presentation, it's great. People have been complaining about, like, frame rate issue drops. Mm -hmm. Um, And it does drop a little bit here and there, but it really hasn't been a deal breaker, really that much of a hindrance so far. But it's been great. It's classic Legend of Zelda. So how does it compare to something like A Link to the Past in terms of scope and number of dungeons and... It's a pretty short game since it was like the first, I think it was the first portable Zelda because it came right after Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. So they put it, I think it's eight dungeons. It's between six and eight. Pretty sure it's eight. Um, so you can beat it within like five, six hours if you wow. just go straight dungeons. I already did. Uh, I mean, this dungeon usually takes me like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And I'm just not very smart. No, these are these are nice and bite sized because I'm I'm on the same road. I'm like, what am I doing? I remember there was one part I went I went to the dungeon I was supposed to be at, got confused, didn't know what I was supposed to do, so left the dungeon entirely after beating the mid boss. Left the dungeon. Walked around outside to where I was not supposed to be, and then came back and finished the dungeon after looking up what I had to do. I was like, "Well, okay, I gotta walk this way," and then did it. But so the game, um, I think it originally came out in what '93. I think so. something like that. Uh, and then the DX version, I think, came out, which was the Game Boy Color re-release mm-hmm. in '98. Um, Zelda's changed a lot since then. Mm. Uh, does it? How does it feel old, and how does it feel new? Uh I think pretty much just with the level designs, the only way it feels kind of old. Uh, but other than that, I mean, kind of what's don't broke, like if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of deal. Like the level design's still nice, and you can definitely tell it was meant to be a portable game because of the way the pace that everything's set at. Mm-hmm. Like, can't really recommend it full price right now because it's going for 60 bucks full retail. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, my roommate just bought it, so I've been playing his copy. Cool. So thank you, Eric. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just fast. That's the only thing I can really see is like you can definitely tell the level design was made to be like a portable Game Boy game back when. I mean, that's when they had their restraints. You know, exactly. there was only so much they could put on those little guys. Exactly. That's why I like the, the aesthetic or the dressings to it, which is really nice for the Switch. Uh, you beat it? Beat it yet? No, not yet. I got uh, but within like two hours of recording, it's already like two dungeons down, and I've already got I think one extra heart. I found like maybe four or five extra heart pieces. Okay, so, but it's been good. I really, really recommend it. I, but I can recommend it more so when it go, drops down to like forty bucks. What do they do with the uh, music? It's like, good. It's all like um, kind of remade in a way. Like the Animal Town uh, music is all like it's composed of all like barks, barks and meows, like synthesized. It, it is cute. It's very adorable. Um, but the soundtrack's really good. It's 
like just from the opening screen to when it starts off, it's like a redone version of the title screen, mm-hmm. and it's 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 awesome. Does the game have voice acting? No, it doesn't. No, but it's just got the the classic like brrr, like from the text scrolls. Does it even have links? Oh voice? yeah, okay. It's got the yeah <laughs> it, That is, it's a little different, but it's just the classic like, link. Ah, yeah, everybody ha- everybody talks about the Ant- Antoinette. Who's the Mario voice? Oh ah. Uh, What's oh Charles Martinet? There, yeah. there you go. Thank you. Um, everybody always talks about him. What about the? What? That's what I'm saying. I want the Ocarina of Time guy back. Like he was great. Whoever I wonder if it changes or if it's uh, been a consistent guy for a while. I don't know. It's probably. I definitely can tell. Like it's a different guy for Link's Awakening because it sounds a little off. Mm. It's a little different. Definitely different from Breath of the Wild. But it works because it just sounds like it's like a child. You know when you. Let your child jump off a cliff, and it just sounds the way you think a child would sound jumping off a cliff. <laughs> Man, that was a good shot. Nah! That was a real good shot you just did. Do it again. Uh, it was good. Yeah, it's it's great. Nice. I think uh, what was it? What was the, the fun fact I had? The Bowser laugh, or no, the Boo laugh is just Bowser's laugh sped up in Mario sixty four. Say that again. The Boo, like the Boo cackle in Mario sixty four, yes. like okay. that's just Bowser's laugh, like sped up. Huh. Yeah. Cool. There's like, this is a totally just random thought that popped into my head, but when I was on the porch uh, or the balcony of the last place we stayed in Italy, mm-hmm. there were these birds flying by that sounded exactly like the boo cackle. Yeah. And I was like, they must have just taken, they must, like, Miyamoto must have been on vacation and heard that because it was like the exact same, the ah, <laughs> ah. I need to get these birds. So, I wonder. I have to hope so. So while I was over in Italy, I didn't do very much gaming. Uh, there was too much to see, too much to do. But when I was tired and I was in my room, um, there were some times where I'd bust out the old Switch. Mm-hmm, as one does. Yep. And uh, I played through a good amount of Fire Emblem. I don't know, the opening hours, I'll say. Um, Did you get post-time skip or pre-time skip? Post-time skip? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, well, <laughs> I've... Been, I'm like level seven or eight or nine. Okay, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, that's no? like I'm okay. also I'm also not like anywhere near. Oh, okay. Like, I'm like I, an I hour forgot maybe. about that. Um, no, I'm I got to ten hours in. Uh, my characters range from anywhere from like level seven to twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't want to say too much about it because I do feel like there's not much I can say um, definitively because it's such a long game. I will say that the story has not grabbed me. Uh, in any sort of uh, significant way, I, I think the voice acting is is pretty good. Um, I think the writing is a little bit, you know, tr- uh, following some old tropes of you know stereotypical Japanese characters, and um, it hasn't. There hasn't been that moment that's kind of really piqued my interest, and I do feel like I'm approaching a time where that might be happening because the stakes are starting to be raised. And uh, I actually, the, that is the parts that I look forward to most is when I'm kind of just beating a battle or just getting into a battle. Um, because the running around the monastery stuff, uh, I have found not very engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, very life sim, Persona-esque. Yeah, but in Persona, it's so stylish. Mm-hmm. And like the characters are cool and the music is like, you're, you're, you're moving. Yeah, like you've, it's got a good sense of, style and mm-hmm. I don't know uh, this is very sort of uh, v- vanilla uh, western fantasy done uh, 
in Japan or whatever, like not to mm-hmm. rag on that or anything. No, just but, classic, more like dull kind of like okay, classic like church music. Now walk around the church until you get all the side quests. Okay, now progress your day. Right, and the part where I really am like I don't care at all is like is educating the students and, and moving like up the little meter from E to E plus to D to D plus to so I can like equip these really boring weapon types. Like, do I want the iron sword or the steel sword or the training sword and like mm-hmm. i have there i just finally found a weapon that's not available at the merchant like 10 hours in and i don't know kenny what what <laughs> so uh, for at least for me with it uh, you'll you'll once you get a little more in depth with the teaching with the students it's not about just it's not about the even equipping the weapons it's about getting them to their next um class type true so okay so, so that, once once you start evolving them and picking their new subclasses mm-hmm. then you'll see it take a whole nother life of its own because you'll be able to bring depending on who you have some might be excelling at flying a flying a you know at flying or riding a horse so you'll get them to a class where they're able to do that okay and you'll see how that expands your strategy in battle as well I'm sure it will. Yeah. So it'll, you'll get there once you once you pass through these first ten hours. So there are some things that I'm like, sure, I'll level up flying. Why the <laughs> fuck am I doing that? Because I'm not flying at all. <laughs> uh, I haven't even been given the option to, except for in this cutscene where I'm like, sure, I'll have. Uh, who's who's the cool girl that like you choose in the beginning? Uh, um, the blonde. From the from the from the axe. She's oh, the, Red Hawk. No, Eldegard. Edelgard. Edelgard. So I'll have Edelgard clean the stables with uh, <laughs> with her axe. With what's his name? Oh, with another one from <laughs> yeah. the from the cl- with the one that she has the rivalry with. Mm-hmm. That is like kind of a dorky guy who thinks he's better than her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferdinand. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, I do. Some of the characters do have their charms, and now that I'm like, there are times where I've liked it. Um, the battles can be fun. Um, I am playing it on casual, like. There was the, right when I had first started, I had like all my team wipe on the first uh, in one fight. It won't. Literally <laughs> the, the last. So here's what I did. There, there's one mission where there's this really big bat in the middle of the uh, arena, and he's like, "Don't touch me, and I won't touch you." <laughs> and uh, so I'm gonna touch you, obviously. So no, I touched. I, I like surrounded him with four guys. I was like, "I'm gonna, you know." <laughs> We're going to jump them all at once. <laughs> and uh, he just one hit everybody. And so I had like my six people on the outskirts, like just slowly inching towards the commander. And I had one person left. Uh, and I like, I won the battle. Um, yeah. Imagine if you wouldn't have had that on casual. You would have lost. So what I've heard, Kenny, is actually if you lose more than two people and you're on even regular, mm-hmm. it essentially will say like, you want to bring them back or something really yeah it's not quite as like Aww. you can't just have the whole the whole class the, the whole monastery <laughs> like it's just me and you now Edelgard. <laughs> i've taken out everybody else it's just us now you have to mate with me and make a child so oh, yeah i was funny. uh looking up some some stuff when i was having a little trouble earlier in the game with it now, then i got to a point where i was Understood. I knew that I could actually re- replay some fights mm-hmm. and uh, level up. Um, yeah, so you could grind and get and yeah. level up a little bit. Yeah. Have you bumped into any other monsters? I'm fighting my first monster after 10 hours. Why is that? It's with the story. It's like they introduce them slowly. Once you once they introduce the monsters, now they're 
be in almost every other battle, and like then they'll get even more. Tough. All right, I gotta give this yeah. game more of some more. Time. I, honestly, I I should have warned you that at first. It's if you're not pushing through those hours and and getting through it, like it picks up pace afterwards, yeah. right before the time skip and after the time skip. Like, That's just Japanese games, man. Yeah. Just they are RPGs, Dragon Quest. Nope. yeah, just like Dragon Quest, exactly. Mm. Which I've been having a hankering to get back to and also i didn't know what to expect with the class you picked because at least with my class my guys were like the banter and like i was enjoying the talks though those they seem you're the class you pick seems a little more like disciplined than like straight to the point hmm Did you pick blue guys yeah. yeah no no i picked the blue blue line blue lines right? no i picked oh, uh um, the black uh black ox Black no black uh, eagles black, black eagles. eagles yeah okay black eagles just because I liked Aelgard same I was just like no yeah. like you and I was like you're the hottest chick in your in your uh, class <laughs> I picks, want her he Who, picked Petra the, Dorothea he picked the white oh, all her mm. yeah the wife I had tea oh, with yeah. her oh yeah I know I brought she was the first <laughs> one I was like I'm I'm bringing you to lunch baby let's let's hit the food court no and that that part of the game is just <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad like. <laughs> Just randomly guess between three things that they're gonna like to talk about, and if you like it, like it, it, it's just so base level and so. That's where the guides come in. You gotta go right online and be like, mm, "What do you like? Is that really what you want to do?" Technically, no, not really. Time. But like, and what do you you get rewarded with being able to pan the camera around them? And oh, really? Yes. That's the reward. Yeah. So if you get three questions oh. right, it's like observe, and then mm. you can, and it's pervy. Like you can literally <laughs> just move the camera around and like. Maybe look at their half inch of cleavage. I gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be more observant. Yeah, what the hell have I been doing? My eyes, gosh. So uh, mixed eyes. on Fire Emblem Three Houses from me, but it's not my game, not my style of game. But I'm gonna give it another go. Um, so I got a few more here. I don't want to just keep on talking, uh, but I have been gone. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you've been catching up. You've been you've been packing them in. Yeah, Tyler, so, you play anything new? Nah, I just played some Beat Saber. Got some downloaded the new content. Played those guns on Expert. I still Ooh. can't still can't play a single song on Expert Plus. I, I, I can't way too hard on regular Expert. That's rough. Yeah, seriously, Expert Plus. Yeah, that's nuts. Couldn't even think of a word for it. Just Expert Plus. Mm-hmm. This is just constant like screams oh, yeah, and notes. Way too fast. What are you like, doing the, with your arms? The you move, just like the, sit there. Yeah, the movements are like ridiculous, and yeah, it's just. It's just too much for me. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's yeah. not a Jedi Knight yet. No, not yet. But expert, I can do. Fairly. Yeah, I mean Tyler's very, very good at Beat Saber. So the fact that there's a difficulty where he can't even beat one song—that's just absurd. <laughs> absurd. What are you trying to do? Kill people? Well, those are the real good players. Yeah. yeah I watch the twelve-year-old beat it on Expert Plus all the time on Twitch. Oh, that's yeah. nuts. I want to bring back Guitar Hero. Get maybe, some maybe, maybe I'm getting too old. My reflexes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Got to ice those uh, wrists now. Yeah. Bring yeah. back I Guitar mean, Hero. If you trained for like two hours a day, how, how long would it take you? For those Expert Plus songs, I would probably have to like go into the training mode, like turn the speed down, like actually like learn some of the, it's all about the, the motions. And one, yeah. Um, I mean, if I really practiced, I could probably get a song down in two or three hours I don't know maybe who knows you should do it muscle memory do it I believe in you I get DDR get some mats come on bring it in no no DDR for no me. DDR <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the same thing with like uh, like drumming like I could never drum because I could never figure out the rhythm between like the sticks and the the bass pedal same I'm I feel like it's like the same general. thing with like DDR it's like your, my feet don't work like that huh. hold the bar I got alright at DDR when I was I had it for PS2 same I had the mat and mm-hmm 
That was a blast. I got way too into it because I always thought the hot girls at the arcade in the mall would be like, wow, you're so good at DDR. Oh. <laughs> and I'd be like, can I get a kiss on the cheek? And I'd be like, yeah. So I'd be at home doing that. Like, really excited, <laughs> knock over lights. Um, and that, that didn't, I mean, nothing ever came of it. Actually, yeah. my friends actually just made fun of me because I was like, so good at it. Yeah, they should just bring that to modern consoles. I mean, yeah. like, why not? You, people are, that's a timeless game. Mm-hmm. DDR mm-hmm. is fun. Um, you should do it. Well, they kind of have, but have they? in terms of like just motion controls, dancing, just motion dancing with a what is what just dance? Just dance. No, yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's yeah, still that's coming not, out. That's not your doesn't have the tactile feel that you have with DDR, where you're yeah. actually stepping on the mat. Like I remember, I used to like the mat more than I would like the professional yeah. ones in the arcades, just mm-hmm. because I was so used to a little bit of squishiness. Exactly. This one, you have to like get in the actual squares in the arcade, and yeah. you don't hit the actual. I always hit the metal instead yeah. of the square. Exactly. So yeah, we were we were practicing at home, and mm-hmm. that's what our bread and butter was. Yep. Uh, speaking of music, um, games. How you like that one? Um, <laughs> I played through uh, Sayonara, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is a really enjoyable, short but sweet uh, game that's out now on most things, I believe. I played mm-hmm. through it on PS4. Uh, it's actually, uh, if you have an iPhone, I don't recommend playing it this way because of the small screen, uh, but you can do that free trial for the month free of Apple Arcade, which is four ninety nine. dollars after that. Um, which I don't know if you guys talked about Apple Arcade at all. I don't think so. Um, we did a little bit. We touched upon it. Did we? Okay. So it's like free now. I mean, yeah. So it's free for a month, and it's five bucks. Uh, you get access to, right now, I want to say there's 70-ish games. None of the games have any microtransactions. Um, and they're not going to be removing any games until they have at least 100 on there. And apparently a, a, a good amount of them are pretty darn good. And this is one of them. Uh so it reminded me a little bit of Thumper uh, and Tetris Effect. Um, as in Thumper, you're moving kind of straight forward through a line uh, while music is dictating what you're seeing visually and what you're clicking on. Um, but the music is much more akin to something like Tetris Effect, where it's a little bit more uplifting and poppy and synthy. Um, but... Uh, yeah, what, what more can I say? I guess a lot. But. How do you uh, like? How do you go about hitting the notes and stuff? Because you're like this character moving along a certain path. Yeah, like. so uh, you hit the certain notes by um, mainly actually you're just moving around with the joystick left or right, trying mm-hmm. to avoid obstacles or jump over certain things. Um, there are some QTE events where you're essentially just hitting the button at the right time. Uh, there's some exciting moments uh, where. I should say the visual style is like cell shaded, very kind of neon saturated. Um, uh, trying to think of what it's more akin to, but um, look like cyberpunk, like a hyper, like hyperlight drifter type colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, vibrant, yeah, very vibrant, stylized, a little bit cyberpunky. Um, and each song or each level is anywhere from like thirty seconds to like two to three minutes, mm-hmm. and there's something like twenty levels. Um, uh, my wife and I played the game together. We beat it in like an hour and 15 minutes trading off. And she's a very, very casual gamer and was able to do most of the levels on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great game to show people uh, that aren't very into games or if it's just, you know, if they're into music and they're curious about games. Um, and I just had a big smile on my face for most of the, you know, short time that I had with it. Um and I just went back and played it a little bit more, even though I had already completed it, just because I was like, yeah, you know, that was 
really good time and I just want to play some for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the trophies are freaking ridiculously obscure. Like you have to do all these things you would never think of. They're like, so I guess that can add some replay value because it does give you hints um, like do such and such. I don't know. They're, they're weird hints and then you got to go out and do the trophies and I'm not a big fan of that because I beat the game and I still don't have a single trophy. But Oh, geez. So obscure. Yeah. Very, very obscure. Those are weird. So, um, yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, Astral Chain. I played some Astral Chain. That'll be up. Uh, it's already up there, on, I want to say, on the channel. Uh, I got the long play the first couple hours. It's pretty good. It's like very heavy story focused. It's uh, from Platinum Games. So it starts off uh, in this weird, like you're on this motorcycle kind of going really fast through a tunnel in a weird like shooter section, which is really funny because that's like, the only part, the only time that it really becomes like a shooter. So you're kind of driving through this tunnel, fighting these bad guys, shooting on your motorcycle, and then you jump off and then it turns into like a third person, like a slower Bayonetta almost. It's a uh, action, you have your dodge button, you have your attack button, and then you get this entity called a legion, so it's another guy that fights with you, and I think you get like around four or five different types, like a beast legion, arm legion, axe legion, sword legion. And this is the astral chain. Yep, okay. and they're always like, they're a monster that you get that pretty much is like tethered to you in this cool little like cube thing. So it's like, uh, it's almost like a stand from JoJo's that you can summon at any time, but they're on like a cooldown limit, so you can't let it, you can let it run down all the way, but once you hit zero, if you call them back, or before you call them back, if you hit zero, you get a penalty, so you have to wait a little bit longer to call them out again until the gauge refills. But if you pull them back before you hit zero, they uh, recharge a little bit quicker. And it's cool. You can do these different combos when you're fighting with them. Like, you can chain different enemies around to hold them in place. Uh, you apprehend different bad guys, which I thought was pretty cool because the missions are broken down a little bit differently. There's action-oriented missions, or you'll start off a mission, and it's more of like an investigation because you have, like, a overlaid computer AI where you'll be searching a crime scene or something like a big accident happens, you can look at different key points that'll like replay from all the cameras that are in the area at that time. Okay. So you can investigate it out. You can get certain points for like going and being thorough with the investigation, questioning people. And then it just can jump straight from there to like, oh God, there's a huge monster. You got to beat it up. In very typical Platinum Games fashion. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, yeah, the game is developed by Platinum, who's done everything from Near Automata to Wonderful 101 mm-hmm. to... What else? Did they, they do Bayonetta? And Bayonetta, duh. Yeah, so that's kind of their, they're probably their marquee franchise, um, and they've been doing it for a long time. So, how is the moment-to-moment action? It's pretty good. It slows down a little bit when you get to the hub world area, but that's they've got shops there. You can um, buy healing items. You can change your equipment. I know you get different swords or like little batons is what they have. So you can switch between a gun for your ranged weapon or like a little sword lightsaber baton, and you can upgrade your legions back at base. I haven't been able to do that just yet. Um, you can go around and take side quests. Uh, it's pretty good so far. I mean, you go back to home base, get a new mission, kind of go back out, rinse and repeat so far. I'm only a couple hours into it. I'm excited to play a little bit more and see cool. kind of where the story goes. You going to go home and do that tonight? I'm, that with some Indivisible. Oh, you're going to do some Indivisible? Okay. Sounds good. Um, so let's see. What else we've been playing? Um, I also had another really successful, almost beating Slay the Spire, mm-hmm. um, which you know took me a little over two hours. The runs take a little longer than I wish they would in this game. Maybe it's because I'm a little more methodical. Uh, Slay the Spire, if you're not familiar, is the card-based game that I've talked about on the show before. Um, it's a, a roguelike. You're, you're building up your deck as you're beating monsters. When you ultimately do die, you gain experience, which helps you level up, so you have access to different cards, which gets you a better chance of improving on your next run uh the bosses are randomized the encounters are also randomized so um 
lots of stuff that you see in different roguelikes, but I think that uh, it just hits a really sweet balance of feeling fair uh, and uh, challenging deck building wise. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I feel like there's a right amount of depth to it where me, somebody that never messes with this genre is like, I could get into this, but it's not overwhelming to where I'm like having to learn all these intricacies that are flying over my head. Mm-hmm. So the game's on Game Pass. If you have a Xbox, I absolutely recommend it for if you have Game Pass. Uh, I think it's like 22, 24 on, on Switch and Steam and stuff, which in my opinion, it's worth it. Um, really excellent game. Uh, in addition to that, there was Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, the new expansion, $35 standalone expansion. It's kind of getting a little convoluted by about what you need to own in order to play it. Um, didn't you and Tyler, or didn't you and Tyler try to play? So we we do game share on PS4, which is not an official thing, but it works. Uh, but since your Destiny Two thing is tied to your Bungie account, I have a feeling that that's why we're not able to, why he can't just jump in because gotcha. I've, I've gotten all the expansions. Yeah, um, I can't access. It. Like it seems like I can like. Like for example, I downloaded, I like redownloaded Destiny and uninstalled it, redownloaded it, thinking that oh maybe I need to do that in order to get the DLC to come over, and then I'll so I did all that, and then I'll log into your name on my PlayStation Four, and it lists all of the DLC as installed. Mm-hmm. But then I switch back to my name to try and play Destiny, and then all it has listed for DLC that's installed is like the one gun or whatever when I got Destiny vanilla Destiny Two. Gotcha. And, well, that's a shame. Um, I am enjoying it uh, as somebody that's been a Destiny fan since 2014 when it came out. Going back to the moon where it takes place has been somehow a little bit nostalgic, even though it's only five years ago that the original came out. Um, I'm like getting helium filaments, which I swear they're literally throwing in as like a haha. Remember when the game used to be really annoying and you have to jump around and just find these materials? <laughs> um, and they've thrown those in as kind of a fun because um, I don't think I can buy anything with them yet. Um, but the story is it's good and uh, it's dark, uh, kind of the tone that Destiny's been taking on. It's got some cool elements with the darkness, which has been a theme slash enemy that we haven't seen fully fleshed out before. Um, Eris Morn, another character from the first game, who a lot of people have been missing a lot. She makes a really good return, really excellent voice actress, um, as well as your performance from... Um, Nolan North, who plays the ghost, he has really made the ghost uh, uh, very well acted and relatable and interesting character who's kind of like your surrogate personality because mm-hmm. you barely, now you say like a sentence or two um, every once in a blue moon. I think at the beginning of Destiny 2, he didn't even talk. Uh, so I've, I enjoyed my time with it. I mean, I it is more Destiny. There is some stuff that I haven't quite got to explore yet, like the new Vex Offensive mode. I just got to a place where I could be, be playing that. Uh, there's still the raid to come. There are these things called a, a dungeon, which is the uh, three-person raid is how they're describing it, which should be out relatively soon. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that from me in weeks to come. Uh, that's Shadow Keep. Okay, guys. That was a lot of me talking. You want to talk a little bit about Attack on Titan tactics real quick? I haven't finished watching the first season, but it's fun for now. <laughs> I'll probably get bored of it in like a week, but it's cool. it's it's neat. It's a cool little take on like a tactics mobile game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Kenny that has watched it all. You need to watch. Keep watching I'm the show. I'm very, very behind. Best anime ever. I got to watch it. I got to catch opinion. up. I got to finish Demon Slayer. I, gotta, <laughs> I just watched New Black Clover today. I got to do a bunch of other stuff. 
Oh, I'll finish it. I'll finish it. Uh, I've been busy watching How to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. That is a great <laughs> oh, yeah. series. I love it. I have to watch the second season. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that one now. There was some Good. other new show that just popped up on my Hulu feed that was seemed like it would be something that would appeal in a similar nature. It had some ridiculous title like that. There is a couple. Like, like it just came out. It has one episode. It's on Hulu. Uh, um, uh, uh, is it like I told you to make my abilities average or something like that? Because <laughs> that's a new one. There's. It's something like that. Um, but can't can't quite recall. Have to let me know. Yep. Um, all right, guys. Let's move on to. Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we throw some stuff on a page, read it back to you, and discuss. It was a pretty big week this week, uh, especially today. Luckily, we're not recording yesterday because we got some new deets on the PlayStation 5. And yes, it is called the PlayStation 5. That has been confirmed. Surprise Mm -hmm. to anyone? Not at all. No. No. Not at all. No surprise there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I could have called it. but yeah, so it's called PlayStation 5. It will be out in time for holiday 2020. Nothing anybody did not expect. Um, we did learn a few things about it. That's next holiday, right? Like not this one. This Correct. one? Is like next <laughs> one? Yeah, yeah. Really this is 2019. 2019. Yeah. I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work like New Year's Day. Year. That's a holiday. <laughs> like 2K. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's coming out Valentine's Day 2020. Um, so uh, there's some interesting things that we learned about the controller today. So this is Jim Ryan. Uh, we no longer have Sean Layden, which you guys discussed last week, who's been the usual spokesperson. But he's the president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, uh, and here's what he said. Uh, first, we're adapting haptic feedback to replace the rumble technologies found in controllers since the fifth generation of consoles. With haptics, you truly feel a broader range of feedback, so crashing into a wall in a race feels much different than making a tackle on the football field. We even get a sense for a variety of textures when running through fields of grass or plodding through mud. The second innovation is something we call adaptive triggers, which have been incorporated into the trigger buttons, L2 and R2. Developers can program the resistance of the triggers so that you feel a tactile sensation of drawing a bow and arrow or accelerating on an off-road vehicle through rocky terrain. In combination with haptics, this can produce a powerful experience that better simulates various actions. Game creators have started to receive early versions of the new controller, and we can't, see where the, can't wait to see where their imagination goes with these new features. What do we think? Hmm. Cool new controller. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Depends on the... We'll see how it looks. Yeah. I want to keep it more so the same. I'd like them to keep yeah. the same design they're going with. I mean, it's going it, to... I don't think they'll ever switch away from the four face buttons and the four... Like, you know, that mm-hmm. would just... What if they just introduced two new shapes? The, an old school Nintendo 64 controller. Yeah. Instead of L3 and R3, they'll put shapes on it. No. <laughs> square and square. No, if they were to do two new shapes, what would they be? A rhombus. Um, be a star, a star. Okay, <laughs> I can see that. And a parallelogram. A, and, a, and an eyeball. <laughs> and an eyeball. <laughs> Wider. It'll be a witch's hex. A witch's hex. Uh, right. Star of David. <laughs> star and star of David. For everybody gets to have a button. Five sided star to six sided star <laughs> and an octagon. Uh, no, but I think this sounds neat with the uh, the triggers. I hope people don't they don't go too crazy where it's like, oh my god, I my need to. Take, put my hand in some ice water after shooting that gun for yeah. half an hour. <laughs> but, uh, it's coming with a little pokey parts. Yeah. Your Madden player breaks his thumb and you break your thumb. And oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a certain amount of friction to get the controller working. Yeah, we want it to be beyond what, what like, we want a football injury at a 
really hurt. <laughs> we want, you, we want the player to feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair that they get hurt and you don't. Something was actually going to pop out of the controller and punch you in the nose. Ow. <laughs> That's a bully. Oh They're teaming up with Acme. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that we're getting these kind of drip by drip details about PS4 in such a casual way. Again, this was reported through Wired, which is the same thing we learned of when we learned about backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a few other details we learned several months ago. Um, I think it's actually very smart because it just is kind of like dropping it on a random day where nobody's expecting something. There aren't expectations that can be not met. Uh, and then for when it is time to show something, we already know all the stuff that is boring. Like we already know that the discs are going to be 100 gigabytes. We already know that we're going to be able to play our PS4 games. We already know that the controller is going to have some sort of ec- extra special vibration. And then they can actually get to the nitty gritty and show us the cool shit. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a kind of a power move. Like, yeah, we'll just drop it in a random wired article. Yeah, they'll probably be like, all right, now Xbox, Nintendo, it's your move. And Nintendo's going to be like, we like games. Yeah. Xbox is gonna be like, we gotta, we gotta Xbox is gonna be like, we love the gamers. TV, TV. Nintendo's um, like, our Joy Cons drift. Yeah, <laughs> still even on the 2DS Switch Lite, so you can have fun with that. Yeah, that's a bad. real bad. Yeah, you can't just replace them. Nope, you gotta buy a whole new thing. <laughs> no, nope. that, yeah, that sucks. Oof, I would be very upset. Oh, thank you. That suck. Um, so yeah, so some cool new PlayStation Five details. Uh, a couple. Just quick game things to touch on. Uh, earlier today, id and Bethesda released a statement uh, saying that Doom Eternal is going to be delayed until March 20th, 2020. That's a day uh, or a couple days after Animal Crossing comes out. I think that's the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Competition. That's going to be... Bad uh, choice, baby. Yeah, yeah right. You're going to get a, crushed. That's, that's a nice little art. one-two punch. Yeah. Animal Crossing and Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw some art on uh, the Facebook of uh, Isabel. I was going to say, it's got to be Isabel. Pulling a giant gun with the Doom character. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe That's this so gives hot. them time to like line up a Doom guy smash reveal. There's, uh, That's may- what it's all Ooh, about. <laughs> maybe. Hey, I mean, it was rumored. So, mm. And maybe they're doing it to give them some room out of the all the Hollywood, or not Hollywood, mm-hmm. all the holiday heavy hitters about to come out. They're um, going to give him a sword and make him a sword fighter. No, I doubt it. Um <laughs> But Hero 2. Anyway, this is one of my most anticipated games, so slight bummer. But as I was saying before the show, like there's too much to play these days, um, so I can wait a couple more months. There is a lot. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 got announced for PC, and it's actually coming out in a few short weeks. Uh, you'll be able to find it on Steam as well as the Rocks, or no, on the Epic Game Store as well as the Rockstar Games Launcher. Uh, more. more, more launchers, more launchers on November 5th. Um, that's real soon um, and then it's coming to Steam in December so pretty short window of exclusivity but that's big news I'm looking forward to even though I'm not going to play it on PC just seeing an even more gorgeous version of the game seeing what some people do with mods if they oh it's going to be insane yeah once you, you give it to mm-hmm. the PC community mod, the modding community just has a field day oh yeah that'll definitely be the most interesting part of it oh for sure see. yeah and uh, you know the game's going to have very long legs uh, so it's of course super smart that they'd move it over. It's gonna be the first mod they probably do. Give give uh, your guy long legs. He's gonna be walking around. <laughs> That'd be boop, awesome. Boop, boop. 
Yeah. Call me, call me long leg Morgan. <laughs> Your horse is just gonna be twenty feet tall, just walking through the desert. That'd be cool. See now that's okay. Now I buy it. You need to put that or. T- Thomas the Train mod for your horse, and it plays yeah. the the theme whenever you get on it. And what you was the it? big thing that Thomas the Tank Engine got put in? Was uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. they've replaced all the dragons with Thomas. Yeah, that's was, pretty good. Oh, that's my yeah. favorite. I mean, they can replace all the trains with Thomas. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did with. I uh, wouldn't even notice that. I'd just be like, oh yeah, there's Thomas. Oh sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not supposed to be in my game. The train with a face. <laughs> it's, it's not spooky at all. But remember when they put Macho Man Randy Savage as all the dragons? Yeah. Oh yeah! Burn. It was great. I like that one a lot. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Macho Man Randy Savage horses. All right. So Red Dead Two, uh, Super Mario Maker Two is coming out uh, with an update, or I think it's actually already out. That allows for online play with friends, so you can like join a room, play stuff together over the internet. Um, I think that would be very fun if we got in on that together. But I'm the only one that has it, Kenny. Makes me Why sad. I don't Why know. you look at me? Because I don't know. I just feel like I. Wait, could've... if we all get it for each other for Christmas, yes. except for Wiley, who already has it, then yep. we can all play it. Here we go, mm. Secret Santa. Except it's go. all Mario Maker Two. There you go. I think my fiance is gonna watches every episode. You see, Christmas good. There yeah. you go. Mario Maker. Do it. Good for Please. the kids. All right, mm-hmm. another another family friendly story. Oh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. It's family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. It is. Uh, next story, a little bit of a sad one. Uh, John Kirby, who's been a longtime lawyer for Nintendo, who successfully defended them back when they were sued because Universal claimed that Nintendo's Donkey Kong character infringed on its trademark of King Kong. Oh, but He won the case, uh, and in his honor, Kirby was named after him. You know, the lovable pink mascot that's the star of Super Smash Brothers. Um and he was also gifted a sailboat called the Donkey Kong. That's awesome. So he was 79, um, you know, RIP. I uh, thought that was an interesting story, uh, especially I didn't know that that's what Kirby was named after. Uh, we're getting an update this week. PS4 firmware 7.0 is releasing. Parties will now be able to host up to 16 people. Is that something that you guys have ever wanted? That's a, too many people uh, to be talking at once. Well... I've had almost like twelve people in a party in Xbox before. Oh yeah, can yeah. you? Already, how many can you have on Xbox? Twelve? No, you. I think you have more. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Step it up, PlayStation. So this is this is like you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never had that many friends at one time. Same. No, I've, the most I've had is like six or you know six or seven while raiding uh, Destiny. And one, two, three, four, four, three <laughs> besides me. Another big feature coming into it: remote play will also be fully supported supported across Android devices that are running 5.0 or higher, and players will be able to use their DualShock Floor DualShock Four to play. I want that. I want the DualShock Floor. (laughs) DDR, make it happen. (laughs) That'd be smart. Uh, So you can play on Android, iPhones, and iPads. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but remote play can you know be. You can play PS4 on the toilet. See, read yeah. my mind. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. So they have things that you can like attach. Come on, Nintendo. Yeah. So essentially, it's just, it's it streams games locally onto, I don't even think it has to be locally. Like, I think that our I friend. Think, no, I think it does have to be through Wi-Fi. Does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Can I use my Vita? Like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, the Vita is what it was originally made for. Sweet. So, yeah, mm. you can, you've been able to do that. 
Oh, so you can play it like you can just stream it from your play as, as long as I want to feed in a PlayStation 4 I haven't done that yet yeah you I mean it's not a very indivisible in bed indivisible on the toilet you man can... I'm gonna have such a good yeah, night look... and I'm gonna get Wendy's on the way home oh <laughs> what a Tuesday <laughs> that's pretty good oh side note uh, sorry to interrupt but my phone uh, on the way here today after work it, you know sometimes you guys ever get like random updates it'll be like oh 11 minutes to so and so like guesses your next destination or whatever told me 11 minutes to Wendy's today when I was getting out of work <laughs> it's like it knew. Ooh. Are you uh, going to Wendy's? <laughs> Later. I start sweating my car. Try that, Here's that, a coupon. The spicy yeah. chicken sandwich with the bacon. It's and really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really spicy, though. Like, I get the hiccups from it, and I get hiccups from eating really spicy things. It was like two bites in. I was like, oh, God. Oh, wow. It's good, though. That does sound real good. Um, another little piece of news moving on Monster Hunter World getting a Resident Evil crossover event did you guys get a chance to watch this trailer no yeah. I need to it was so, awesome so I watched briefly like and it looked cool like because at one point in time like they like they had their hands up and then they had like other characters from Monster Hunter like running at them at, like, yeah yeah zombies. but just actually watching the combat is what really got me intrigued the, so i didn't watch so much of the combat was working so i was like looking at the screen looking away yeah like they had like leon like jumping up and shooting with a machine gun and <laughs> in monster hunter yeah like oh, they're doing what? a really awesome. really cool crossover i mean Dang. like and i don't know if it's paid or not i don't think so. i think it's part of iceborne mm. um still gotta get iceborne of course it's you know i if you're gonna get Iceborne, you're gonna have to dedicate to it because, like, I don't even think you and I ever got to a point where you could even play it. I did the yeah, I don't know because I beat the like the half of the main story because yeah, it's like exactly. you get there and then you have to go because I was talking to you guys about it, you have to go through that other like end boss boss. We went to this. I think we got around the same spot. Mm -hmm. I think I, I put in like thirty-ish hours. Um, I gotta put more in. Too, like yeah, you said, definitely more. Too many games. Yeah. You guys still gotta kill, fight all the elder dragons. Um, just like grind, level up, get all the best gear you can. Um, you can fight the, the behemoth, which is like the Final Fantasy like oh, yeah. monster. I want to fight him. He's like impossible for me alone. You Perfect. need like a super high level people. Like me and Diener tried to do it, and we like pulled in people who were like on playing Iceborne already, and they were saying that like the first weapon that you get in Iceborne is better than just anything you can get <laughs> in the, the main game. Pardon wow. Like the first like armor set, the first weapon, everything is just so like, I'm sure it's that probably much top, better. Top tier. Wow. Oh god, I've got so many things to do. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Um, real briefly, Apex Legends getting a Fortnite and Destiny style Halloween event with a Zombies Games mode. Um, let's see. I, I can't really write anything, say anything more because it's just a link. Hard, hard to read. Hard to click the link when it's on. Pull it up on my AI. Uh, <laughs> all right, you see. Oh nope, gotta get out of that. I just say my sources. <laughs> get Google Glass. <laughs> all right, so uh, I thought this is a little segment we could do for a little bit. Um, now that we're in the holiday season and shit's coming off, popping off left and right, and this is actually kind of a small week compared to what we got coming up mm -hmm. after that. But so these are three games coming out. They're all sort of none of them are full price AAA games. And they're looking pretty good. Yeah, they are, especially the first one you have written down. So, yeah, Indivisible, which is something that Anthony just picked up. Mm -hmm. Tyler and I are thinking about picking up as well. Um, it's inspired by classics like Valkyrie Profile and Metroid and has the unique character, world, and gameplay Death Lab Zero is known for. Meet Anja, 
indivisible protagonists. Anja is a headstrong girl raised in a remote village. Her father, the town's guardian, has trained her to be strong in mind and body to prepare her for things to come. Anja discovers a mysterious power in herself and sets off on a world-spanning journey. Along the way, a number of unique heroes will join her on her quest. It's like looks like Pokemon meets Avatar, which is so sick. Yeah, and it's got like um, equal parts platforming and mm-hmm. turn-based combat in it. That's what I was really surprised to see. A really cohesive and impressive art style mm-hmm. by the guys that made Skullgirls, Lab Zero. I think it's Lab Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't. I know. I'd, I'd heard the word Skull Skullgirls, but I, I hadn't played it. Um, you're a fan. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's sick. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. Yeah. Great aesthetic. Great character design. Boobs. Did you, did you pick it up for me? I have it digitally for PS4. I, I definitely would like to get like a physical copy. I wanted to pick up the physical copy for the Switch. Yeah, that's exactly. I think I'll definitely do that when that drops. Is it out? Do you know? Physical copy for no, Skullgirls? The pre-order was through the summer. I just don't know when it was dropping the physical. Ooh, I'll have to check that out. So yeah, I'd like to play that. It's a fun fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, IGN gave it an 8.8. Um, word of mouth has been pretty positive so far. If you are picking it up on PC, uh, Beware does apparently not have mouse and keyboard support, so you'll be needing a controller. Oh, nice. um, so yeah, it's got some not-so-great reviews on Steam, but they're all from that uh, complaint. Another game coming out this week, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. I had not even heard about this. It's a very Donkey Kong Country Returns-inspired looking thing. I was watching some gameplay, and uh, it looks pretty good. Like, it looks significantly better. Is it a 2D platformer as opposed to 3D? A 2D ukulele? Yeah, so it's a a 2D, 3D. Like, it's a, you know, like 3D models. Yeah, It wasn't like the original ukulele. No, it's not like the original ukulele, which mm. was pretty mediocre yep. um, 3D action or 3D platformer that was trying to you know rekindle the Let magic the... of a banjo or something. Yeah. That it just fell flat. Um, the characters were cute enough, and sure, I'd give it another try. Um, but banjos and smash, so why would you? Banjos and smash just played. Yeah, it's a good point. <clears throat> and then try and four. Anybody play a try and game? Nope. Negative. No. Never. No. I think I saw a commercial for it once. Okay. Well, it's the fourth in a long-running series that's got some uh, it's got some love out there. Trying four. I never played them either, except for trying two mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like a it's another two uh, D kind of action platformy thing. But I've heard good things about it. I yeah. just Never tried it. Heard good things too. And then uh, got some real heavy hitters coming out next week, so we'll run through those and whether or not we're going to play any of them. All right. I feel like I kind of blazed through that one this week. Beep, beep. I had a little bit of motor mouth. That's okay. You, you played a lot. You had to catch up on all your games. It's your first week back. Yeah. You had to catch everybody up. Um, so let's let's talk about some more stuff that's uh, up on the channel now. It's uh, a lot of stuff Anthony's been doing. Check out his card opening videos. If you like trading cards, I got a whole bunch of different ones. I haven't really picked a series to kind of stick with right now. We got uh, Final Fantasy. It's going to be coming up, the Final Fantasy card game. Going to be posting. It's going to be a three-part because... Uh, there's a lot of cards in that box. They give you a huge <laughs> one, which is great. I'm not complaining there. But 12, uh, 12 cards per pack, uh, 36 packs per box. Wow. Uh, i, I got to stop for a and couple of drinks of water. how many boxes are there? I bought two, so I still have to do the second one. So 36 times 12 times two. I don't know, man. I know. That's like, that's <laughs> it's like 70. That's hun- many two. hundreds. No, yeah. 76. Yeah, it's like six, 700. And then reading every card. It's, it's great, and I love the art because the art is like they use all official uh, Final Fantasy art from Square, and it's great. But it's it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. So we split it up in three parts. I'll probably be doing the same thing with the second box to go through. 
But that'll be up this week. We got uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! ones out there now for Speed Duel. Those are four cards per pack, a little bit easier to get through. Uh, don't mind me. I'm still trying to figure out a nice talkative style. So I'm like, well, hey, look, look at me, uh, trading cards. Uh. So if you enjoy <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! or any kind of trading card games, uh, stick tuned. We got, I got a future card buddy fight coming up. We got card fight Vanguard, more Final Fantasy, some anime girl uh, trading card game that's dead now that I bought booster boxes for like 10 bucks on eBay. Any Pokemon? Pokemon's coming up. Don't you worry. I was looking in those cheap boxes for those. <laughs> those will be good. I definitely want to do like the tag team one because those are sweet. Cool. Um, and in addition to that, I'll be playing some Mortal Kombat Terminator this week. No more excuses. I'm going to get that season pass for the Terminator. Nice. And then uh, maybe we can get back on that. Back on that grind where we bring it up every episode and piss Tyler off. <laughs> I know you guys uh, missed it. It's our number one request. A little thing. We actually, we actually touched upon it briefly, and like I was like, Tyler, you want me to bring it over? Yeah. And I was like, No, uh, not really. I don't care. Like, you know, <laughs> if, if you, you want, want so. but Tyler, let's just get really into a fighting game, and then we talk about. Let's it. just all fight. Let's, let's just, just throw let's down. Go, let's go in the backyard and fight each other. Well, we have to, Everybody has to have a wife beater and or a rip shirt and <laughs> jean shorts. Those are the only uh, requirements. Those are your requirements. Yes, and then a headband if you want. Okay. Okay. I got my Street Fighter headband. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, removing the podcast from YouTube to World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. All right, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come anymore. I'm gonna just. I'm not a good fighter. So I'm gonna. Go <laughs> I'm gonna go All open right. more trading cards. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll opt out of this fight. All right. That's been the level with you show. Thank you for watching. Uh, we will see you next week. Stay level. Bye. 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 Uh...